0: Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Me. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice skill. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. Big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse, Back to Black, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R, under 17, not a without parent, only in theaters, May 17th. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is. Is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Welcome to Brainstuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, Brainstuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Rub against some macaneal trees and you're in trouble. Eat a wild blue dart frog and you're in bigger trouble. Both species are poisonous, meaning they administer toxic substances that can be inhaled, touched, or swallowed. Venomous creatures take a different approach. Jellyfish, rattlesnakes, and other venom wielders have to inject their targets with harmful cocktails, whether by fang, by stinger, or by some other means. For the Gila monster, taxonomical name, Heloderma suspectum, a quick little bite won't do the trick. Instead, the largest lizard native to the United States envenoms attackers by chewing on them. While Gila venom rarely kills human beings, the oral assault is still none too pleasant. After one scientist was gnawed on by a baby Gila monster, he compared the experience to getting repeatedly struck with a hammer. The good news is that Gila monsters typically avoid people. Desert recluses, through and through, they spend most of their lives holed up in underground lairs. Yet, the secret of creatures have been enlisted in the fight against diabetes, all thanks to the venom they carry. Besides the Gila monster, the Heloderma genus includes outwardly similar reptiles called bearded lizards. Herpetologists are struggling to get a definitive headcount of species within that genus— Many regions in North and Central America have distinctive-looking bearded lizard populations. To date, it's unclear whether some of these animals represent separate species or not. Various heloderma lizards can be found from Guatemala to the Mormon Corridor. The Gila monster stands alone, however, as the only species natively found on U.S. soil. The animal's natural range includes parts of New Mexico, Arizona, California, Nevada, Utah, and the Mexican state of Sonora. Oh, and in case you're wondering, the name Gila monster is probably a nod to the Gila River in southern Arizona and New Mexico. Capable of growing up to 22 inches or 56 centimeters long, Gila monsters have tiny bones embedded in many of their scales, giving the lizards a pebbly appearance. Their color schemes include southwestern hues with orange to pinkish bands, dots or blotches popping out against a charcoal backdrop. Patterns may vary from one individual to the next. Gila monsters learn about their environments by gathering airborne flavor particles on their forked tongues. They share this trait with monitor lizards like the famed Komodo dragon, and with many snakes. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke via email with Arizona State University life scientist Dale DiNardo. He said, Unlike rattlesnakes, Gila monsters do not have fangs. Rattler fangs are basically syringes, hollowed teeth designed to inject venom with rapid efficiency. A Gila monster's venom is produced by, quote, relatively large glands around the lower jaw bones. This toxic material comes oozing out as the animal chews. The pearly whites contain vertical grooves that help channel the substance. DiNardo said, furthermore, to help deliver the venom components into the target, the teeth on the lower jaw are somewhat enlarged, With each squeeze of the jaws, saliva, including venom, is released into the mouth, and some of it moves via capillary action up the teeth and into whatever is being bitten. While not as sophisticated as rattlesnake venom delivery, it is still quite effective. And then there's that twist I mentioned earlier. Their venom is being investigated in the fight against type 2 diabetes. Among the many components of Gila monster venom is the peptide Exendin-4, Chemically, it resembles GLP-1, a glucose-regulating hormone found in the human digestive tract. The discovery of Exendin-4 in Gila monsters led to the development of an FDA-approved drug for type 2 diabetes called Exenatide. Sold under a couple of brand names, this medication was first released in 2005 and is now used by more than two million people. Wild Gila monsters are rather stingy with their venom. It's reserved for self-defense purposes, a weapon the lizards deploy against coyotes, birds of prey, and over-curious humans. Keep your hands to yourself, folks. They don't generally use it for hunting because their prey include things that can be subdued without it. DiNardo said, Adult Gila monsters are near-exclusive raiders of vertebrate nests, eating quail eggs, rabbit pups, rodent pups, lizard eggs, and tortoise eggs. Less is known about the diets of baby gila's, but they seem to have a taste for eggs laid by smaller lizards. Hatchling gila monsters were the focus of a 2018 paper Donardo co-authored. The lizards are committed homebodies, rarely leaving the safety and comfort of burrows or rocky dens. Unable to warm themselves like humans and other mammals do, gila monsters derive heat from their surroundings. Their ideal body temperature is about 84 degrees Fahrenheit. That's 29 Celsius. Donardo said. In the summer, underground temperatures are very close to this throughout the day and night. Thus, the burrow provides a very good environment for the Gila monster. Come wintertime, the thermometer plummets. Even though burrows tend to remain warmer than the outside air, they may drop to temperatures of just 45 degrees Fahrenheit, that's 12 Celsius, during the cold months. These cold spells, while tolerable, pose logistical problems for infant Gila monsters. If females lay clutches of three to nine eggs in midsummer, and deposited underground, their eggs hatch during the fall when the desert grows chilly. By observing artificially warmed eggs and a wild clutch found near a construction site, Denardo and his 2018 co-authors realized Gila Monsters practice overwintering. A food is hard to come by in the autumn season, so newborn babies stay put for months on end until the weather outside gets warmer and menu options increase only then the hatchlings seek out their first meals now we'd be remiss if we didn't mention the prequel to egg laying mating behavior dinardo said if they come into contact with each other during the breeding season early summer males will fight the battle is mostly a wrestling match but they can inflict wounds with their bites often on the tops of the head meanwhile as an epilogue lizards and ice skating might seem like a questionable combo Unless you're the Vegas Golden Knights, this National Hockey League franchise played its first game in 2017. The club's official mascot is Chance, an anthropomorphic gila monster. Hey, at least the species is indigenous to Nevada. Today's episode is based on the article "The Reclusive Gila Monster Packs a Venomous Punch" on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Mark Vancini. Brain Stuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klein. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.